Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Malone, and I'm here to help you become the hero of your own story and learn to be a guide to others. Whether you're a life coach in any niche or you want to become one, or you're just listening in so you can self-coach to lead your own life well, this podcast is here to serve you. I'm super excited to walk with you into your calling and help you create a wonderful legacy for your life. So let's jump in to today's episode. Okay, so in the last episode, we dove into the fact that having a dream is just fine to do, that God cares about the dreams and desires in your heart. So let's lean in and believe that he longs to partner and co-create with you. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 12, that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But you know what? A longing fulfilled is a tree of life that feels just... It's the fact that God is a longing fulfiller, if I can mess with the English language. He is a hope manifested. And how could he not be? He himself is hope. So it would be out of his unchanging nature to not give us part of who he is. He loves to do with us what is in our heart. He loves it. And I can tell you, That my dream 12 years ago to mentor women right where they are in life was not something I heard God tell me I had to do. It wasn't an audible voice. It wasn't an open vision. It was just a small spark in my soul. And it kind of started as ideas and thoughts and desires. And I didn't believe that they were things detracting me from my pursuit of God. I, I didn't feel like they were sinful because I didn't already have a word from God about it. I just believed that they were part of me, part of who I am. And I thought to myself, I wonder if this is part of how I am called to serve God. These little sparks in my soul, these thoughts that I have, these things that I imagine and picture happening in my future. So let's start there. Your dreams are revealed through your ideas and thoughts, imaginations and desires, and that's It's the spark you feel when you do some small thing and wish you could do more of it. It's the spark you experience when you touch something and it's part of that deep kind of inner makeup that you don't see or or feel every day. And usually your dreams aren't the things that you're already doing all day long. They are formed by the sparks and the glimpses. And then when you pursue the idea, the thought, the desire, then they turn into action and they become something you're actually moving towards. And a dream that has been recognized, chosen, and committed to then becomes a goal. And a goal that you move towards becomes something that you attain. And when you attain it, it becomes part of your calling at least in that season. So what are the ideas, thoughts, and desires that you hear and feel throughout your days that feel like maybe they could be part of who you are deep inside and how you serve the Lord and how you're called to the world around you? Let me clarify um, some questions that I get around this kind of thing. Do they have to be ministry-minded for them to be something God would want to do with me? No. Not at least in the way that the Western mindset defines ministry. Your ministry is being right where you are 
and loving God and revealing him to anybody around you. There you go. You're in ministry. No certificate, no seminary, no um, laying on of hands on the at the altar required. You are called to a royal priesthood. It's already biblical that you are part of ministry with Jesus. You are an heir. And this is what you do daily. This is what you're just doing through life. And it's it's meeting the one right in front of you and meeting with Jesus, letting your first love be your first love right where you are. All right. And let's see, do they need to be always, you know, nonprofit oriented or very benevolent uh, for God to be with me in it? No, again. (laughs) So do they have, you kind of have to have this absolute word of God glued to them? No, again, please, no. And by the way, you can only use the, I've got a word from God card Every now and then, we can't be like, well, I have a word from the Lord to wear that red shirt today, so you better get it in the washer. Uh, just Let's just take responsibility for the desires and the choices that we need to make for our lives. Don't over-spiritualize this. You can move forward and love God well without waiting for his voice to show up every, you know, every 15 minutes. That's not going to happen anyway. I don't really know anybody who has the voice of God speaking to them at every turn, telling them which way to take on their way to the, you know, restaurant for dinner. But listen when he does speak, but don't over-spiritualize your life so much that you don't do things because you haven't heard an audible voice or I have a word from the Lord. I know that I know that I know that I know. Because that oftentimes can be used as fear, passive um, action, and excuses. So take it to the Lord and ask him what he says about your need for that to happen. Obviously, we wait on the Lord and he renews our strength. But this is not telling us to stay in bed until we get the God card and that he tells us to get up and go to work right? No, we just know that it's right that we get up, get ready and go to work. So I have an exercise for you. It's just six steps that I know, while I know that you're listening to a podcast episode (laughs) and you might be driving and this might just be kind of filling your mind, encouraging, inspiring, but if at all possible, I'd encourage you to walk with me through this process the the way you would if you were my client. So I would ask you to pause after I explain the first step and do it before you listen for step two. And then at every step, pause and actually write down and take some time to actually do what I'm explaining. Otherwise, this might just become one more 20-minute idea that you never implement or come back to. And a lot of people, you know, we listen to a podcast episode once and we think it's a great idea or whatever, but we don't come back to it. So I hope that you take this as a challenge and you prove me wrong because this is truly a homework exercise I'd like you to share with me because if you can go into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group and let me know what you've come up with, I would love to see that 
um, you could just post a screenshot of what you've, uh, you know, written out as you go through the exercise. I want you to think of being a gold digger, right? We're going to mine for the gold within you. So we walk into this mine. You own this mine. It's in this, on the side of this beautiful mountain. And it's kind of like you're stepping into your soul. And this mine is all of you. And we're going to start with step one. Focus on just one wall of the gold mine, okay? Focus on, you choose a focus of attention. So are we digging out a dream you have for your life overall um, or just a seasonal dream? Is it pertaining to your family, your home, your job, your spiritual walk? The more specific, the better. So choose one focus of attention, one wall of this gold mine, okay? And if you are really just starting this and have never stepped inside the mine, never looked inside to see what your hopes and desires and dreams are, then be as general and wide-spaced as you want. Just go testing different walls. Go all out, whatever you need to do. But choose a focus of attention just to get you started. And step two, start throwing your pickaxe at that wall and investigate all of the rocks. What's this look like? Well, it looks like writing it all down, typing it out, text to talk, record a voice message, do a mind map, lay out post-it notes, use a whiteboard, journal it. However, you can best do a complete transfer of what's in your head and your heart. Put, put that out in the world. So what do you love doing? What are you passionate about? What makes you upset or angry when it's done wrong or there's injustice in it? What do you hope for? It can be external and tangible things like dancing, traveling, but you also might dump out all of the internal things like protecting, defending, uh, creating, exploring, pastoring, caring. You know, what are the things that you love doing and they give you sparks that we're looking for? Sparks in your soul are like, when you're looking at the rock and you see the light shine off of something, right? And you know you've found a thread of gold and that's where you keep digging. And go right on the windows with some dry erase markers. Find a couple of windows or a wall, you know? My husband and I do this and I'd say it works brilliantly because why not, you know? It's like God built houses with windows for those of us who just need more room to breathe and space to imagine, you know, kind of like a need for expansion. And then he created dry erase markers because we might change our minds or need to reevaluate or move things around, you know. So as you start putting things out there, you will discover more things underneath it all and your brain will literally help you. I'm not hungry right now, but it's funny that something comes to me. I think of eating um, those yummy grilled artichokes, and maybe you don't like artichokes, but if you eat them, you have to pull off like the outside leaves, and there's just a little bit of meat on the end to nibble on, but it's like a precursor. It's like the appetizer to the deeper inside, right? And you just keep pulling the outside leaves off to get access to the next layer of leaves, and you keep working towards the middle, and after all the outer leaves are gone, you have this gold mine of artichoke meat that's yummy and delicious, 
but you had to nibble on all of the little stuff first to get there. You're going to start seeing things you couldn't see before as you dump all of this stuff out. You start really focusing on where you find sparks and it's going to give you more to chew on, to think on and discover, pursue, and this just deeper, beautiful gold thread is going to start revealing itself. Step three, imagine what it looks like to hold a a bucket of gold in your arms, right? Don't wait till you actually have all that gold. Imagine what it's like to walk out of the mine with a bucket of gold. My cat wants to go outside and he is yelling at me. So, (laughs) you know, uh, Cannoli, the three-legged cat that we now have, he's a running outside every every chance he can get is driving me crazy. All right, so take a moment and envision that, you know, what do you want to be, do, have, know, feel in the future? And write this out as well, because it actually helps give you a horizon and a goal and a deadline. It's creating vision for the horizon you want to sail across the sea to, right? The ability to simply know that there is a place you want to get to is so important. So you want to walk out of this mine with a lot of gold. You want to know, you want to have the dreams and the desires of your heart. You want to have dug up the spark. And I want you to envision what it's like to actually have that. What are you going to feel? Are you going to feel more wholehearted and fulfilled? What are you gonna, who are you going to be? Are you going to be this person who is really benevolent and kind because you have dug up things that give you a vessel for the kindness and the benevolence in your heart? Who, you know, what are you going to have or do or know when you discover the gold and actually do something with it? What is your vision for who you are? What, what you do, what you have, what you know and feel. Like, what's your experience in the future? Go actually imagine that. Put yourself in that situation and think about what is it you actually want? Why are you digging for the gold? And step four is believe that when you find the gold, it's real and it's yours. This is a little paradigm digging, Right? But what is holding you back from any of the things that you dumped out of your brain? Literally write out all of the hindrances. What are your challenges? What are your lies? What are your limiting beliefs? The things that keep you from taking action? Anything telling you why you shouldn't do something? Not enough money, time, resource, knowledge, help. Um, Too much to do, too much to deal with, too much to care about. Nobody needs what it is. No one wants me to give it to them. Nobody likes my idea. Um, I'm not the right person to do that. Other people do it better. Other people are already doing it. I don't have everything lined up perfectly. I am so exhausted as it is. I just could never write those things down and see what your actual self-talk is and uh, and do a little self-observation From the outside looking in, what are you hearing inside? What are you saying to yourself? Step five, bring the gold out of the mine 
and into the sunlight. Begin to share what you've discovered about the dreams in your heart with others that you trust to hold your gold. Sometimes you can look at the gold, you know, the dreams, the talents, the strengths, the calling for so long that it's actually just quite normal to you and you treat it like any old rock. But the beauty of the gold, the value of it is obvious to other people. So who can you show your gold to and trust that they're not going to say, ew, whatever, that's not gold. It's just a rock because they're jealous or they don't believe or their eyes don't know gold when they see it or they would throw that gold out a window or hide it from you or try to steal it from you. And the same way you would not throw a precious pearl necklace into a pool of mud that pigs are bathing in, don't ask somebody to hold your gold who can't be trusted with it. But you've got to start sharing it. You want to bring it out into the light. You want to find ways to start moving towards being a gold owner, right? You want that to be, you want this gold thread to be woven into this next chapter of your story. And step six is to guard your gold. This is caring for your heart. So don't throw it out there for all to see and judge and belittle, but You have to guard it, not just from others who might, who can't be trusted with it. You have to guard it even from yourself sometimes because you need to be patient with the gold because there's timing and don't be pushy about it and make your own way. Be humble about your gold, not boastful, and be prayerful about it rather than going to others to seek validation. I... I'm literally dreaming about a workshop to walk you through all of this. I mean, I'm waking up every night with thoughts. This three-legged cat is literally waking me up (laughs) all night long. (laughs) And every time he does, I think, okay, God, (laughs) because I have these thoughts in my head. It's like he wakes me up from these dreams where I'm dreaming about your calling and your dreams and how to help you start taking ownership of it and change your story and become powerful characters, starting with digging for the gold. It's been four nights in a row. And so I know that this is something I'm going to do no matter when you um, hear this episode. I believe this is episode 70. So no matter when you hear it, go to the website, sterlingandstonementoring.com and find out about this workshop, Digging for Gold, and clarifying, getting clarity on your your dreams and your calling and figuring out what to do with that and how it could potentially tie into um, coaching down the road if God so leads you. So that will always be in the show notes once it's up and going. But definitely go to the website and check it out, see if it's done yet. Obviously, if you're listening to this when 70, episode 72 is released, we're not done yet. But <laughs> down the road, in a minute, it will be. Because I know that it's something that the Lord is doing and giving me a lot of vision for and I can't stop thinking about. And I'm excited to help you dig into this. I'm help, excited to help you find the mine and pick up the right tool and choose a wall and start using your ability and your 
your decision, your the energy of you showing up and committing and deciding um, with yourself to go after what God has put in you. I'm so excited to walk with you into that and then see what God wants to do with it. So until next time, remember all things are possible and you and I are going to figure it out together and have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening. And I would love it if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast and tell me what you're loving about it. It helps other people who are looking for transformation and change and growth in their lives find me. And if you want to learn about becoming a coach with any of your superpowers, head over to sterlingandstonementoring.com and check out the greenhouse course. See you there.